Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. There's a novel approach to textbooks in some conservative-leaning states. Can we put the Bible back in schools? Can it be part of the curriculum? Lori Cardoza-Moore is here to talk about textbook freedom. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with a returning guest and fan favorite. It's been months since we have interviewed our friend Lori Cardoza Moore with Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. She is fighting anti-Semitism and she is fighting liberalism and woke politics in public schools in America through textbook reform. Welcome to the program, Lori Cardoza Moore. How are you today? Oh, Dr. Klingenschmidt, I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. It has been too long, but there's been a lot happening. Thank you, Dr. Klingenschmidt is too long. Just call me chaps. But uh, tell me, uh, congratulations, by the way, you were just reappointed to the Tennessee Textbook Commission. It has a longer name, but I'll I'll let you explain uh, why that's important. Yes, um, the Speaker of the House, Cameron Sexton, had the courage to once again reappoint me to this position on the Textbook Commission. It's the, it's the Textbook and Instructional Materials Quality Commission. And the duties, my responsibility on that commission, commission as a commissioner is to represent the parents and the citizens of Middle Tennessee, actually all of the state of Tennessee. But one of the things that we do is we we review textbooks, we review the instructional materials. We also review now library books, which is a new addition because I'm sure you've been following what's happening um, in our school libraries, the pornography that our children are being subjected to. No, this is part of the the responsibilities. I I hope it's not, I, I hope they can purge it from the libraries, but are you saying it was part of the textbooks? The pornography actually is part of curriculum and library books that children have access to in public schools. We have been, I've received numerous complaints, um, text messages from parents, phone calls from parents, um, even teachers who have, who have said, who have told me about the content, the pornographic content that their children are being subjected to. Their teachers are being forced. In fact, I had a a phone conversation earlier today with the teacher. She is fed up with being forced to teach garbage that that violates our state statute with regards to critical race theory and also subjecting our children to pornographic material information. Um, The library books, we had a parent whose child came home with a library book that was pornographic as well. And this, these books, this material is accessible to any child in elementary schools. Parents 
are starting to find out. They're starting to become more aware of this. They didn't realize that this was going on. So we see more activity going on in our schools in districts across this, this country. In fact, you in Colorado, you guys have been at the forefront as well in fighting some of the garbage that is being introduced or our children are being subject, subjected to. Well, unfortunately in Colorado, we have a left-leaning supermajority in the legislature. And if anything, they're shoving the gay agenda down children's throats like they are in California. Uh, Laura, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna oversimplify this and draw a broad generalization, but there are major textbook companies for public school instruction yes. that develop these curricula, develop the textbooks, and they make billions of dollars selling them. But half of them are in California that have extreme left agendas, anti-American, and half of them may be in Texas where they have pro-American or constitutional curricula and, and, and get rid of all the, the filth that you're talking about. Where do you get your textbooks in Tennessee? Tennessee, um, typically all the same publishers that are, are peddling their textbooks and instructional materials in all the states, Texas, California, Florida, are being submitted also. We just, in fact, right now in Tennessee, we are reviewing math curriculum. And of course, that one of the key things that I'm looking for in that math, those math textbooks and instructional materials is anything that has critical race theory or math equity. Those are the CRT buzzwords. So we're looking for that kind of content. And Pearson, uh, I'm, I know you remember that Pearson has been one of the publishing houses that I have targeted on, I have targeted over the last decade because they're the ones that have the anti-Semitic quote. But Pearson just submitted textbooks um, to Tennessee, to the textbook commission for review and approval that were common core compliant. Well, we passed a law several years ago removing common core so the commission threw out every textbook that was submitted. Pearson lost its opportunity to bid in Tennessee because they used textbooks, they introduced textbooks that were Common Core compliant. And by law, we don't even, we can't even look at those books. They're, they're disqualified. So now they're gonna, they're gonna come back and they're gonna, um, because there's gonna be a digital version of textbooks or curriculum that we're gonna be reviewing and they're gonna have the opportunity to submit their, their, their digital recommendations. But you can rest assured, chaps, that I will be looking for the, through that, those digital um, platforms to look for anything that violates state standards and also state statute. We're gonna take a short break here. Thankfully, there, there are monitors who are purging some of the filthy content in Tennessee. When we come back, how about conservative content? Can we put the Bible back into curriculum and what's happening in Florida? Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. 
Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case basis. Then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God, press option three, take action today. defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Lori Cardoza-Moore, who is, again, reappointed to the Tennessee Textbook Commission. But Lori, you've been very active in Florida and coordinating with Ron DeSantis, the governor there. And we know recently, after uh, the Walt Disney Corporation tried to indoctrinate children and, and you know, get involved in Florida politics, there was such a backlash by the citizens and by the legislators Mm -hmm. that they passed very conservative laws uh, against promoting the gay agenda in public schools, especially from kindergarten to third grade, but we hope for all 12 grades. Uh, what, What is going on in the textbooks there? It's that and it's the transgender issue. But remember, Pearson, Pearson publishers, I, of course, I'm going to target them because they're the biggest culprit, and they are notorious for hiding their content. If they get called out on content that shouldn't have been in the book, they'll just put it on a different page unless you stay on top of them. But we had we were invited because of the work that I did. In fact, to give you a little history, after we found the textbooks with the the instructional materials, the anti-Semitic content in them, I went to meet with then Congressman DeSantis in Washington, D.C. I brought him the books. I showed him the extent of the content because those same books were being used in the state of Florida. And he said to me, if I get elected, then we are getting rid of these textbooks. We're getting rid of Common Core. And he did just that. That was one of the first issues out of the gate. Well, as a result of working with him and helping to get textbooks that are accurate, unbiased, and reflect the values of Floridians, I was invited also to 
um, to review civics standards and Holocaust standards in the state of Florida. Governor DeSantis did a, br a brilliant thing. He called for an emergency review of civic standards and the Holocaust standards. And we had made recommendations to teach the history, the real true history of America and our founding. So Florida, as a result of the work that we did, Florida is the only state in the nation now that I know of that K through 12, 1.8 million students every year are going to learn about the role that the Hebrew Bible played in the founding of our nation. They're gonna learn about the role that the Hebrew Bible played in the drafting of our founding documents. They're going to learn about the role that the Hebrew Bible played in our form of government, our structure of government. Our children, we're not teaching religion per se, but we're teaching our children our history. If we do not teach our children their history, our history as the United States of America, then they will never understand fully the, their responsibility when they become of age, when they become adults, and we turn the baton of the Republic over to them. So these are clever, innovative, new solutions to an old problem that maybe started in 1963. If the Supreme Court kicked God out of school, that is to say, uh, banned public prayers over a government microphone uh, in front of school children, uh, can these new methods actually be, be legal or are they gonna be challenged in court and thrown out as subversive? We're not teaching religion. We're only teaching now, they'll probably try to challenge it, um, we haven't had any lawsuits yet. It's already gone into effect, but they can they can try to cha challenge it all they want, but it's not teaching religion, it's teaching history. And so you can't, these kids can't know about the the founders. They can't, you know, when, when children go on field trips, for example, to Washington DC, when they go into the House of Representatives chamber, they look up on the wall and there is an image of Moses there. When they go into the US Supreme Court, there's Moses there. Why did Yale and Harvard have on their insignia, the crossing of the Red Sea? These are all things that we don't, we don't teach to our children anymore. And if the children understood this, then they would know about our founding. It's not the 1619 project. We had, we had pe people who came here, the pilgrims who came here, the Puritans, they were people who followed the Hebrew Bible. They wanted to flee the oppression of England so that they could worship God in spirit and truth, not according to the King James or King James and his Bible. These were people who followed the Hebrew roots of the Christian faith. And so these are parts of history that our children, we're hoping that as the kids learn about this history, that they will look and dig deeper themselves, especially as they get into the, the older um, grades. But it's very exciting to see, and it happened under Governor Ron DeSantis. Well, thank God for his leadership and his his innovative thinking and your support uh, as you were working behind the scenes with him to make some of that happen. Um, another creative solution has been uh, tested in courts and found to be totally legal. I, I don't know if it was in Kentucky or Tennessee, but teaching the Bible as an elective 
to actually go through the words of the Bible in a classroom and have students, as long as they elect to take this course, there's nothing unconstitutional right. about it. Uh, are you familiar with this? I am, and I think it's an outstanding way to approach the issue. Again, it's using history, it's using the Bible as a historical document too, to be able to teach these things to our children. You know, one of the reasons why our, our nation is a mess is because it's because from back in the 1960s when we removed prayer from our classrooms, you know, the United States of America, Alexis de Tocqueville said the uniqueness of America was because America allowed faith, their, their religion and politics to um, blend together. De Tocqueville said that this would never work in France because the French would never allow it. But in America, Americans were governed by our faith. And that's why we, we've always been a stable nation. And it's why we're not stable now, because we have always been a nation that had um, leaders that were people of faith, whether they were Jewish or Christian, and even those who were agnostic or atheists, they understood the role that religion plays in society in normalizing a culture. Because if we allow the Bible and our faith to govern ourselves, then we will govern our families accordingly. And if we govern our families in this, um, with this type of faith and this type of belief system, then we will be better citizens. One and of, we have to get back to that, chaps. One, one of our founders, uh, I forget if it was Ben Franklin or John Adams, somebody like that said, uh, democracy is only fit for a, a righteous and moral people. It is wholly unfit for any other. Uh, and, and it's up to us, it's up to the American people to keep the Republic. Ben Franklin told um, a lady who asked him what kind of government we had, he, she, he said, a Republic, if you can keep it, and it's up to us to keep it. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask Lori, what are some practical steps that you can take in your state, even if it's not these? Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Greetings again to Lori Cardoza-Moore. She's live from Franklin, Tennessee today via Skype. And she's talking about textbook reform and has been very active in Tennessee where she's on the textbook commission and Florida where she's worked with Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, Lori, let's say we have a TV viewer out there and they're in uh, North Dakota. Let's pick a rent. Love to yeah. our viewers in North Dakota. If you are watching, call us today. But but give them some encouragement. What can they do at the local level? How can a, a grandmother who is sitting at home and watching this program get involved? Well, first and foremost, I want to encourage your viewers to go to pjtn.org. That's pajamaspjtntennessee.org. There is a page, there's all kinds of resources there and information for you. But what you can do, what you can start doing is reviewing the content that your children are being taught. Now, a lot of school districts won't let curriculum go home. You have to actively engage the teacher. You have to go to the teacher and ask the teacher if you can access the the textbooks that are being used or the library books. I mean, if you can just go into the schools and you're gonna be met with some resistance because there are many school districts across the country that do not want parents engaged. They don't want parents looking at what they're teaching the kids. They don't want parents coming in and working as teacher's aides because they don't want the parents to see what they're, they're introducing their children or subjecting their children to. But that is the key. You have to be willing to look and see if your children are being used as propaganda guinea pigs. And I'm gonna tell you, there are 14,000 school districts across this country. And there's no way any one organization can combat this. We need parents and citizens, we need Americans to rise up and focus on taking back local control of their children's education, their school district. We have a summit coming up January 29th. It's gonna be right here in Franklin, Tennessee. You can get more information on the website again at pjtn.org. We will equip you, we will train you, and we will help you organize your community so that you, because you have skin in the game, can take back local control. We the people, the taxpayers, have the final say on our children's education, and we cannot allow these school boards and these rogue teachers and rogue principals to use our children as guinea pigs. They are destroying our country. 
And we have to take back control of our children, of their education, and of their classrooms. And it's gonna start with your school in your local neighborhood. That's right. So. Uh, if you don't have children in public schools right now, you can still get involved. Um, there are ways to especially attend your local school board meetings, communicate mm -hmm. with, I think in most states around uh, the country, uh, yeah. local school boards like your your neighborhood or your elementary, your, your high school, Zip code, right? Has its right. own school board where you can you, you can run for school board. People can yeah. can get on that board, and it doesn't even uh, cost very much to run for that election. You just sign up and gather signatures, basically, and then you make a lot of phone calls or go door to door. You can meet all your neighbors and win that election. Uh, it just takes a little bit of elbow grease, uh, Lori. Yeah. Uh, talk yes, about you that. bring up a very important point, and I want to just remind the audience: this is. In the book of Ezekiel, the watchman, the role of the watchman is to warn the inhabitants. They're to pay attention to see what if an enemy is advancing. And when they see the enemy advancing, the watchman is supposed to warn the inhabitants of the city. If the watchman fails to warn the inhabitants of the city and that city falls because of the enemy, it will be on the head of that watchman. We are all watchmen. We, I'm sounding the alarm across this country. And now you, in your community, you have to take back control. If the watchman sounds the alarm and the people do not heed the warning and their blood is shed, it will be required of them. It won't be required of the watchman. We have a duty. We have a responsibility as patriots as Americans, as Bible-believing Christians, to fight back against the encroachment of the evil and the wickedness that is coming in to our children's classrooms and into our nation. Amen. The, the number one thing, especially if you're not even involved in politics, you can do today is pray. Pray for our children, pray for the next generation, that they will come to Christ, that the, the public schools especially, that still educate maybe 90% of American children are not, so warped and so tainted that they drag their kids, your kids, your grandkids out of church and away from Christ. Lori, would you pray for us in that regard? Absolutely, Heavenly Father, we come before you this today and we praise your mighty name and we ask you, Almighty God, for all the people that are listening and hearing this message that by the power of your Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit, you would speak to them and tell them, you have raised them up. You brought them into this world, in this nation, for this hour. And Father God, I pray that you would empower each person to feel compelled to get involved. And we just praise you and we thank you. I thank you for CHAPS. I thank you for this opportunity to get our message out. And it's in Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name that we pray and we ask all these things. Give us victory, Lord, over our enemies. Amen. 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 Lori's website is pjtn.org. Sign up for her materials. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Spell it out now, prayinjesusname.org. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God, especially if you're from North Dakota. We'll see you next time.
If you're in Colorado or willing to come to Colorado Springs, I wanna buy you a free steak dinner or chicken or salmon. We're having a gala fundraising event on the night before Veterans Day. It's gonna be Thursday, 10 November. Sign up on our website, PrayInJesusName.org, click on event, or call us right now at 866-Obey-God, press option five. It's a night to honor veterans with Dr. Chaps and three-star general Rod Bishop will be speaking. Please come. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 